Welcome to the Wealthy After Divorce podcast. Jackie Ressler, a divorce financial planner with almost 25 years experience, and myself, Melissa Freidenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. We are both certified divorce financial analysts and your co-hosts. If you're thinking about divorce or in the process of divorce, this is a time for you to take a deep breath and give yourself permission to gain clarity on the financial decision they're facing. While the term wealth typically refers to money and possessions, we know that truly being wealthy means a whole lot more. Together with our guests on this podcast, we will help you live wealthy after divorce. Welcome. If you're thinking about divorce or in the process of divorce, this is a time for you to take a deep breath, relax your mind, and give yourself permission to gain clarity on the financial decisions you're facing. Hi, today I want to talk about one of the most important tips that I can give to any client going through a divorce. And this has been consistent throughout my practice for almost 25 years. As a certified divorce financial advisor, the most important thing that I can ask a client for is the dreaded B word. So B word in this case is not your typical B swear word. It's also not a Bitcoin. That's become a new the B word. But what I'm talking about, the B word for me is budget. I know everyone gets a little bit scared when they hear that word budget. Sometimes when I'm trying to be politically correct, I might call it a spending plan uh, instead of using the word budget. But having a budget is one of the most important and the first thing that anyone going through a divorce should be thinking about, believe it or not. And there are two main reasons for that. The first is in terms of gaining control over your finances. When you're getting divorced, you don't probably feel like you're not in control of the process. Uh, It's scary. It's a major life-changing event. There's also a lot of emotional upheaval that's going on for you and your family. Putting together a budget, believe it or not, helps you gain some control. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that. The other really important reason for having a budget when you're going through a divorce is it is a powerful tool. In fact, probably the most powerful tool that you can give to your attorney and your professionals that are working for you as your advocates during your divorce case. So let's start first with the idea of why a budget helps you gain control. First of all, what what is a budget? So a budget is basically you're going to put down on paper or in an app if you like to use electronic resources, your income sources and your monthly living expenses. Living expenses should be separated between fixed expenses like your mortgage, your taxes, your utility payments, your car payments, and those that are discretionary or things like groceries, uh, gasoline, things that you have a little bit more control over. That is a very basic definition of a budget. Most people don't have a budget. So don't feel bad if you hear this podcast and you feel like, you know what? I'm so embarrassed. I've never had a budget. The vast majority of the people that I sit down with do not work from a budget. But I will tell you that most people, that people that have the most savings and are doing the most sound financially are people that do have a spending plan. So this is a great time when you're going through a divorce for you to dig in and start. The reason why it helps you to, to gain control of your finances 
having a budget is because it shows you how you're spending your money. A lot of times we're spending, everything is being spent electronically nowadays. So we're not using cash basis and we are just putting everything on our cards and we don't think about what things cost. So one of the most empowering aspects of creating a budget for yourself is it shows you where you're spending your money. A lot of people aren't aware, for example, how much money they spend in carry out food. That's the most common thing that I hear when people go back through their expenses, which is now a lot easier to do since everything is probably being tracked for you. If you put things on a credit card or in your bank account, you can go online and you can see your historical spending. Most people are shocked at how much money they spend on dining out. It's just a question of, again, that knowing where your money is going because maybe you know having a budget isn't doesn't mean that you're living on a restricted way. In fact, having a budget gives you flexibility to add in what makes you happy. For example, maybe what makes me really happy is having my nails done or having a pedicure or something that is that I consider to be a special treat. If I put that into my budget, then I will make different choices so that I can have that thing that's the most important to me. I'd rather do that than have Chinese food carry out one extra night a week. So having a a budget, again, is about taking control and learning and understanding where you're spending your money. Another important aspect of having a budget from a personal standpoint and from a gaining control of your finances standpoint is that you may not be thinking about things that go into your budget that don't occur on a regular monthly basis, but you still have to pay for them. For example, maybe we're talking about what do you what do you want to budget in for holiday gifts for your family? That only happens once a year, but it does come up and you don't want to have to add that onto your credit card. It would be better to have, instead of building up debt once a year and then paying it off with bonus income, it's better to budget monthly. Another key area that is often left off of budgets when I'm reviewing them are an expense item for savings, whether that's retirement savings or after-tax savings. I know as a female, when I look at women's budgets, I don't want to stereotype, but when I look at women's budgets, we often forget to put savings in. And if you look at statistics, that would be true that as women, we are often at a disadvantage because we don't take into consideration that we want to still save for our retirement. We are great at handling short-term expenses. So budgeting for even for things like college for the kids, um, for extracurricular items for the children. The part that we tend to struggle with is the idea of how much should we set aside for our retirement? And that needs to be an important part of our budget so that we can be able to retire on time. One last important tip on taking control of your finances through budgeting is that your budget is not static. Your budget is going to be changing over time. So it's very important that you revisit your budget at least once a year. When you're going through a divorce, it probably needs to be more often. But one of the key areas that we often overlook in a budget is inflation. So whatever it costs you to buy groceries, gasoline, all kinds of products is going to cost more in the future than it costs today as inflation continues to go up. So somehow we need to factor that into our budget as well. When you're going through a divorce, the other critical reason to have a budget is to provide your budget as a tool for your attorney to be your advocate. The budget that you prepare substantiates what your standard of living has been throughout the marriage. The only way that your attorney can 
realistically argue for you that the standard of living should be continued after the divorce is if your attorney has a sense of what your standard of living has been throughout the marriage. And the budget is the easiest tool to be able to show that. Another reason that the budget is important as a tool for the attorney is sometimes it just doesn't add up. Sometimes we take a look at what the what both parties are putting in their bank account as an after-tax amount from their payroll stubs. And we take a look at what the, the budget is that one or both clients put together and there's a big gap. There seems to be money missing. That's a good indicator for me as a certified divorce financial analyst to ask more questions and to start looking into maybe were there funds that were dissipated that we were unaware of. Maybe there's a bank account somewhere that we are unaware of. So again, it's a very important tool in terms of the actual processing of your case. Um, Last but not least is that the budget is going to be used by your attorney to negotiate spousal support. Here in Michigan, where I am, we don't have any spousal support guidelines. In other states, they do. They have an actual formula that you can use, but in Michigan, we don't. There are 13 different factors that the courts can consider when they take into account what the spousal support amount should be. Um, But most cases don't go in front of a judge. Less than 2% of all cases in Michigan actually end up in front of a judge. Um, And that might be a high number for certain counties. So what we're really talking about is that your attorney, when they are advocating for you with the opposing counsel, or if you have a collaborative case where your attorneys are working together as a team, That budget is the basis for determining what your financial needs are. And that is the most important reason that you need to have a budget when you are going through a divorce. For more information, visit pearlplan.com or our Facebook page, Pearl Planning Wealth. Thank you for listening to the Wealthy After Divorce podcast. You can find more information on Melissa Fradenberg and Jackie Ressler on our website, www.pearlplan.com, as well as on our podcast website, www.wealthyafterdivorce.com.